You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. What's up, Power Players? You're in the right place if you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, holistic business coach and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. Make some noise, studio. Today is uh, a show we're going to be talking about nonprofits, and I think it's a topic that a lot of people are very curious about. There, are, I have a lot of friends and um, and clients that are interested in starting their own nonprofits, and they have a lot of questions. And I think tonight we're going to get some some answers. So I'm really excited to, to to talk about it. But before we do that, I want to kind of give you a quick recap on last week's show. Uh, we did a part two to uh, the highly uh, <laughs> high demand show. Uh, Big Brother is watching us all. And um, we did a part two talking about aliens and chemtrails. What a combination. Um, and it was a lot of fun, but we learned a lot and um, made me a little bit more paranoid, too. <laughs> but uh, I do want you to all check it out and learn more about it. We had um, Brother Malik Shabazz on the show. We also had uh, Zay Live was on, was on that show. And we had uh, the, the anonymous guest, uh, a.k.a. Lenny X, uh, who called in. He's actually somebody that worked with the government or works with the government, we can't really go into detail, but and he, he actually saw a- aliens and gave us some information about that. And, um, you know, we also had CJ, CJ Staples, who is um, a regular comedian that comes on the show from time to time, and he, he was our skeptic on the show, so he, he kind of challenged a lot of people's views. So it was a really, really good conversation. So if you want to find out more about that, please go to our website, ownyourpowerlifestyle.com, and click the, the actual uh, playlist for Own Your Power Lifestyle show, and you can hear... The Big Brother is watching us all part two show. So we want to thank you if you're a new listener. Welcome to the family. (laughs) And uh, we have thousands of listeners worldwide. And uh, we just actually looked at our our stats and really excited to to say that um, we have uh, listeners from not only America, obviously, but we also have UK. We have um, Canada. We have uh, listeners in Italy and uh, Jamaica, everywhere. I mean, it's pretty, pretty big. So I'm excited. That's why I love the internet because we reach, reach so many people. Um, so if you're new, please, please jump in to checking us out, finding out more about our services. We have loads of memberships, uh, events, and uh, a lot of different um, articles on our website if you want to find out more about personal and professional growth. So uh, before we get into tonight's show, I am going to take a mini break and we'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. Keep it locked, and we'll be right back talking about nonprofits. (music) 
Hey, it's Sebastian Rusk, author of Social Media Sucks. If you don't know what you're doing and you're listening to Own Your Power Radio. I mean, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the Own Your Power Living Room, and today we have a very special guest. Her name is Donna Comrie. Welcome to the show, Donna. Thank you. And uh, for those who don't know, I know Donna through uh, Black Girls Run. Yes. Which was an organization uh, that, how long ago has it been started? It's like, oh, how long has it been started? Yeah. I've been with them at least three years. Three you? years? I think it's two years I've known you, right? About yeah. two years. So she was my, my buddy, and um, well, um, she's surpassed me now. But <laughs> we were doing three miles together, and now I'm up to five, and now you're up to what, nine? You Ten. Said? Ten? Oh, yeah. shoot. <laughs> yeah, I just can't get up as early as these girls do. <laughs> I do it on my own now, but yeah. But um, that's how Donna and I met. And I mean, she's just amazing. Like, she knows a lot of different things, and, and nonprofits is, is one of the things that she knows, but she's just. Um, Walking, talking encyclopedia. She doesn't want to take the credit, but I'm going to give it to her. <laughs> so we're very happy to have you on the show. You're a nonprofit consultant and also an educator. Yes. So tell us a little bit about just how long you've been doing it, what your experience is. Um, I have on. about 10 to close to 15 years of experience in management. Um, started out running charter, well, as a teacher, but then started running charter schools and became a CEO. And from there, it grew into also working with other uh, nonprofits and supporting them in their transition in terms of management nice. uh, and grant writing to make sure that they can get in, get the funds to support their mission. Um, now I teach at FIU and do independent consulting with nonprofits and NGOs. What do you teach at, at um, FIU? I'm going to say NYU. <laughs> <laughs> at FIU, I teach applied statistics and research methods courses. Oh, my God, you're a brainiac. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Wow. It's in, in about unpacking all of that. Right. It sounds like a lot, but it's actually good, good courses for students. That's really good. I, I mean, I need you to help me recruit some, some interns over there. I can do that. <laughs> it's hard to find good work. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Mike. No, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> Big Mike and well, Mike Easy is in the house. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying, you know, it, it is pretty hard. I mean, I, I, that's a whole other show. But anyway, so tonight we're talking about nonprofits, and you know, I really wanted I called it nonprofit disasters because I've heard some disaster stories. I'm mm -hmm. not even going to kid you, but I, I know the basics of um, 
you know, just starting a business overall, whether it's profit or nonprofit, there are some people that just aren't built for it or they just, it's probably not the right, the, the right format for them. So what would you say um, is the reason why somebody should create a nonprofit? Like what, what's the real core reason why? Well, I think you have to first determine what your mission is. You know, who do you really want to serve? And it has to always remain that you want to serve that audience. Um, you can't say that you want to serve people who are drug addicts and then get mad when drug addicts show up. <laughs> You know, it just can't be something that you only want to do today. Right. Um, you have to you, you have a drive to continuously support that population, whatever. If it's stu- children, if it's adults, you have to be committed to that. Right. Um, and not that you won't get tired of it. Of course, your days, like with any job, that it'll become overwhelming. But you really have to educate yourself. You wouldn't just go out and say, okay, I want to own a restaurant tomorrow. Right. And it's the equivalent of, you know, doing a startup of any business. Mm-hmm. Um, nonprofit just has a different avenue. Right. You know, you want to make sure your mission is your core. One of the things I tell my clients, especially the ones I want to do nonprofit, is to volunteer first. Oh, at the, get your feet the wet. Missions. Yes. Yeah, get your feet wet and really see is this really what I want to do? I mean, it's similar to being having an internship, you know, kind of understanding. Because you're, you're right, there are a lot of people that will say, oh, I want to help little girls. And they realize some of these little girls, some badass kids. <laughs> like, a they, little more they, than you They're not going to all for. be like little, air, uh, little angels, you know. Mm-hmm. You know there's going to be some kids that need help, that really, really need help. So you got to be ready to, to handle it. Um, so what are some questions that people should ask themselves? Like, I mean, that's a couple of things, but let's, let's Yeah, they let's should really real... think about the pros and cons. Are you really prepared to serve? You know, long term, mm-hmm. because once you open it, you can't just quit. Right. You know, it's, you're tied to it. Um, I think at the very basics, you really have to start with some education, you know, pulling the right people to support you as well. Um, every nonprofit has to have board members. It has to be an odd number. I know that sounds really crazy, um, but they're voting members, so you have to have an odd number. Right. To we're we're going to get into the nonprofit. I mean, the the board. I want to go. But that's the. Be- that. I mean, that's a very basic part of having a nonprofit. You can't even apply without having your board. Your members. board, right? So, so your network is really important. It is having a good. And network. you can't just put all your family and friends on there. Oh yeah. You know, there's yeah. nepotism. They. Re- you really have to be. Um, thinking about what roles they should play. You right. want to have an accountant or a lawyer or, you know, people who are informed about uh, the mission that you want, you, you know, you want to serve. Right. So those are the things you really need to think about first. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I want to actually talk about, like, the top nonprofit startup mistakes. And I want to kind of, like, go a little deep into some of these things. And we have an actual attorney that's coming on the next half of the show that's going to jump in and share some tips, but I'm sure you're very well-versed on a lot of this, especially since you've worked with so many nonprofits. But um, there's an article that I found online. It's actually on nonprofit.pro, and they talked about um, the top nonprofit startup mistakes. And one of the the first ones you kind of touched on already is poor initial research. Yes. So can you give us an example of um, maybe... A company you worked with, you're going to say the name, but you know, cannot. Yeah, I, I know, I know. You're going to blow the blow their spot up, but the way they didn't do the research and how it affected them. Yes, um, I can think of several where <laughs> no, really, people wow. they have an idea, but they don't put the infrastructure. You know, it's right. about your capacity. You're right. not going to be a one person nonprofit for very long. You really have to think about so th- disasters. Um, I've had worked with several nonprofits where they removed the founder. Just, Whoa! Yes. How can you do that? Because you can vote them out. Get the heck out! They of They had here. a great idea, but they have no direction and, they can and just leadership. Take it their company? Well, it's not your company. That's just the thing. Ooh. A nonprofit does not belong to a person. Wow! Right. So once you have your board, they then vote on your budget. Right. I mean, what if you don't know how to spend money? Mm-hmm. If you don't have a clear concept of what spending is, if you can't handle your own bank account, you right. probably cannot 
handle the funds of a nonprofit. Right. Wow. All right. So poor initial research obviously is number one. So mm-hmm. and one of the things the article says is while your passion may be strong, uh, research is essential before determining if, if, it, if it needs um, if a need exists for the new organization to address it. So I think that, and I think that's in any business. You need to yes. research. You need to know what, what what you're getting your what you're getting into. Another one is no business plan. Talk to me about that. So, <laughs> and, and, I, and it's funny because I have coaches that tell me, "Oh, you don't need a twenty page or thirty page business plan. You just need like a one page or a two page. Get to it. This is what we're going to do." But that might be different for you know a nonprofit. So, tell me the importance of a business plan. I would plan. agree. I don't know that you need a twenty page. Okay. Because you can't foresee everything, but you have to consider all the obstacles that are going to come up um, and where your capacity is met. Where are your deficiencies? Um, you might have a great idea, but you're not a very good writer. Right. You know, who are you going to get to edit your flyers and things on your website? Mm-hmm. Um, some really basic things. Um, if you're not a very timely person. It doesn't help when you're trying to get donors. Right. You know, they just don't believe oh, you. They don't yeah. trust you. You're not organizing. What about yeah. your presentation, your personal presentation? Mm-hmm. Do you really look like someone that we would trust to give money to? Because right. that's what the nonprofit is really about, right? You, you're kind of trying to pull together the funds and things that you think are necessary for your growth. Mm-hmm. So you have to do all of those little things. Right, right. Like looking the part. That's I never thought about that. Yes. That's important. Yeah, you want to look like you really... Speaking of looking the part, look who just walked in the door. Uh, we got... Miriam Lewis, welcome. Hi, Simone. Welcome. Yeah, she she's always uh, dressed up in stilettos. I told her I need to, she needs to teach a class because I can only do flip flops or wedges. <laughs> <laughs> so she's our favorite attorney of Own Your Power's favorite attorney. So welcome. But you're, you're a real estate attorney, but you you do specialize in um, you know you know a lot about a lot of different things. So. Yes, I do. Yeah. I am a commercial litigator and with a concentration in real estate. Okay. A constant, a commercial lit- litigator, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, or the yeah. concentration in real estate. Yeah, she looks really nice and sweet, but let me tell you, she's a beast. That's not <laughs> true. I'm very she nice. She is a pit bull in a skirt. That's what we call those kind of lawyers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's somebody you want on your team. But I know that you're very, you're into nonprofits, so that's why I wanted to have you on the show to help help out with some I of the do, questions. I do, actually. I've helped my friends set up a couple of nonprofits as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to looking the part. So, have you had an issue before with clients, Donna, that they, they didn't look the part or they didn't dress properly or they didn't, they weren't well-versed? Right. And looking the part also seriously. means having a presentation. Right. Right. So you don't want to come in with kind of your your binder and your... <laughs> Loose leaf. Right. You just, you really <laughs> want to be polished about, so you want to show people that you've given a lot of thought right. to what you're doing. And that you've at least invested enough in yourself and your presentation to convince other people to support you. Right, right. All right, so we're going down the list of um, top 10 uh, nonprofit startup mistakes. So that was one was uh, poor initial research, two was uh, no business plan, three is not for a charitable pur- purpose. So I guess you can't have a nonprofit for your, uh, I don't know, your baby daddy. I don't know. No, you cannot. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> For your, for, I don't you know, what, have, what, what does that mean, not a charitable purpose? Like, have you heard of something like that, that they started oh, yes. a nonprofit and it wasn't for... What, well, the government will normally reject you because you have to include um, what your mission is, but that doesn't stop people from starting their nonprofits without their paperwork and thinking that they can go through. Right. Correct. Um, it really, you can't have a, a selfish motive, so it can't be, you know... I just want to put my child in tap oh, okay. dance or right, right, right. You know, I want to go to college. I'm going to start a nonprofit to help people go to college, you oh, know, kind of thing. Okay, gotcha. 
Um, have you had an issue with this or have you heard about this? Mostly insofar as people, um, the people I do know want to use a nonprofit label for the sake of throwing parties. Like that I've heard. Me. Yes. How does that work? It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but why, I don't get, why would that benefit them? So they well, can get money from, 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 organizations? from different, from different companies, okay. from different sponsors and ask them to money. Cause it works for that company for them to basically get a tax write off. Right. But if that company is not a position to give you back that tax certificate for the write-off, then what's the point? Mm. So if you're throwing parties for the sake of a party, where is what you're doing going to benefit the community? Right. Hey, you throw a great party and people got drunk. Yay. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's so, different. I guess these people haven't, <laughs> people haven't heard of I've heard, karma. I've that. Yeah, I guess those people don't know what karma is. That's what, that's interesting. So, um, so let's talk about another one on the list, which is uh, actually failure to register. How important is that? And what does that mean, registering? Okay. Registration um, is a two-part process. First, you need to be incorporated. Whatever, no matter what entity you're trying to afford, be, be it a corporation, an LLC, a trust, you need to be incorporated. That needs to be done through the state. And that's their first step. Once you do that, you need to get a tax ID number. Okay. Now, that does not necessarily mean you are a tax-exempt corporation. To be tax-exempt, you have to file your additional paperwork required by the IRS, and that being your 501c3. Okay. You have to do those forms and send them out. Okay. And Donna, um, do you have anything to add to that or stuff that people miss? Well, uh, previously we discussed whether you should have a lawyer to help you with that process. Mm -hmm. And I think you do as much as as you can on your own and with support, you know, hanging on your resources. And then you bring your kind of what you think is kind of your finished product with right. a few questions for the lawyer. Um, so that one, you don't, you know, tie yourself up in doing things incorrectly, but at the same time, you're a nonprofit at this point, you're probably not making any money. Right. You know, you don't lose all the resources that you you may have gathered. Right. That, and I guess that's why it's, it's nice to have a, a lawyer on your board. Yes. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, all right. So have, what were some disasters or mistakes you've, you've seen with people that haven't registered properly? Well, they're all a disaster. Once you don't, res <laughs> once you don't register, you don't have a real organization. You don't have Correct. So it's you build up your community's hopes and dreams, and they think that they're going to have this program, and you've gotten, you know, your signatures or whatever. And people are getting do. don donations and everything. But they may get donations, right? Then that's really where the problem starts. That's kind of shady, isn't it? It is. It's absolutely. Yeah. But if you don't, some people just don't know. So this is an opportunity for people to really understand the process so they do it correct. I think in this day and age, Google is your friend, everyone. I tell my friends that all the time when they call me with silly questions. I'm like, Google is your friend. <laughs> so I think, you know, I mean, I get it that, you know, some people just don't know. But, I mean, there's, there's so much resources out, out there. there. I agree. It's no, a you know, an ounce of effort just to research a basic topic. And if you get right. stuck on something, you know, you know, at the end of the day, pick up the phone. The Florida Bar has many attorneys on call that right. you can call for free advice. Right. Um, so you can use that as an outlet if you don't understand something you find on the web. Or, you know, at the end of the day, talk to your friends. I read this great article somewhere, and I'm not going to name any names, but your phone is a great business starter. That's a great investment. There are so many connections that you can make through your phone. If you look through your phone, you would there's a thousand different people in there, and you just don't think like, oh, my God, this person may be a lawyer. This person may be a tax person. Right. Call them. Pick their brain. Does Ask a gold mine in your cell phone? Is that my article you're talking about? It is about? your article. I so. <laughs> Popping my collar right here. All right, now. It was your Feel free to brag about me. I'm okay. <laughs> All 
Uh, I'm kidding. But um, all right. So we're and another the last thing I do want to mention related to uh, failure to register is it actually says in the article that registration protects citizens of the states from becoming victims of fraud and registration of charities. I mean, that makes sense, like the fraud part. You know, yes. just, it's pretty scary out there. Um, there's a lot of people that just make up companies. I oh, mean, completely. Like you say, like, mm-hmm. and, I mean, think about it. Actually, you know what? My, my friend, um, what's the, the man that was just shot by the cops on video? Walter? Walter Which Scott? One? Walter Scott. Um, yeah, well, I know, right? Which one? That's so sad. But my, it's my friend's cousin, and he, 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 she was the one that, yeah. So she told me her family has had so much fraud. People starting GoFundMe um, organizations. Oh, yes. I mean, um, you know, what do they call that? Mm-hmm. Crowdfunding sites. And we're, we're raising money for Walter Scott, too. You know, and it's, it's fraud. It's people mm-hmm. that aren't even, that don't even know her. or related Yeah, to them. people showing up to the funeral. You know, all kind of, like, crooked stuff. It's, like, so sad that people try to benefit off of somebody's downfall, you know. But... Um, but we're going to come back to this. We have um, Zay Live gonna, is going to be in the building, and we're going to um, get into some more nonprofit uh, disasters and what, what are the top top things you need to know, the do's and don'ts. And we're also going to talk about the joys of having. We don't want this to be all, all you know, doom Sad. and gloom. We want to talk about the joys of having a nonprofit as well. So uh, hold tight, and we'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. simple I love it having you near me having you here our conversations outrageous you smile and I smile then I say oh this is getting personal 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 let's stay for a and play, girl, let's make this a moment, oh, giving you the best of me, amazing, 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 oh, having you close to me, breakfast lost track of time but we had a ball let's catch a movie movie. then dinner tonight's the night we'll just unwind and stay hey let's stay personal 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 let's stay for a while a beautiful moment oh, Giving you the best of me Ooh, Amazing so Amazing, amazing. Oh, oh, oh Having you close to me Having you close to me Amazing Amazing Amazing. 
Like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with the handsome Caramel King, Zaylive. Greetings, greetings, and salutations. <laughs> Hi, Zay. Hey, guys. Zaylive has joined us. Uh, we're, we're talking about the, the uh, nonprofit disasters and uh, how not to let them happen to you. And we have also in the house attorney, Miriam Lewis. Sorry, Miriam Pippo in a skirt, Lewis. <laughs> You're just gonna give everybody like the wrong impression. No, but that's of me. awesome. Like, it, who the heck wants to to, to hire a, a puppy dog? We want a pit bull. If you're my attorney, I want you to get out there and kick some ass. She doesn't look like a pit bull. I tell you. She that. will. <laughs> Not at all. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Simone. Oh God. Well, anyway, pretty pretty pit bull in the sky. <laughs> Let's leave that. Alone. And then we have Donna Comrie. Donna don't play either, so. Uh, Donna is actually um, a nonprofit consultant, but also an educator. So, we've been, you guys have been dropping a lot of knowledge for us and sharing some information. Um, right now, we're talking about top ten nonprofit startup mistakes. So, we're down the list now to uh, failure to keep good records. Talk to me about that one. I'm sure that's been that's a big disaster for a lot of people. Donna. Yeah, you really do have to keep a record of all the things, the activities, the students that you serve or the population you serve, because it can't be like a ghost community that you're, right. you know, right. you're saying you have a food pantry mm -hmm. and no one ever shows up. I mean, you yeah. need to have numbers mm -hmm. okay. um, so that it matches with, you know, your what your goals are. Right. One of the effective ways to do that, too, is capturing it through sign-in sheets, mm -hmm. yes. you know, with dates and, and times, you know what I'm saying, that people are actually using your um, services, because then you have metrics that support you know, the activities that you do, one, and when you have those metrics, then you can go back to your sponsors who may have only given you, let's say, 5000 for that year. Mm -hmm. You can say, well, look, you know, for, for 5000 we did this much. Imagine what we could do it. You know, you can use that to justify or validate the fact that you're fulfilling a need in that community. No, uh -huh. I absolutely. I completely agree with that. You need to document every yep. single event. And 
outline where your every single dollar is getting spent and what you're doing it on. It's yep. I mean you can use, definitely use it to go to your sponsors and ask for more money. But more than anything else, um, keep um, the IRS out of your business. That is correct. The yes. last thing you that need is, is to have the feds on your case for mm-hmm. violating a federal exactly. law. Wow. Great point. What would be an example of violating a federal law? Um, A few years ago, actually, uh, this gentleman who started a nonprofit corporation, his corporation was designed to basically help low-income women Mm -hmm. get mammograms and screening um, and vaginal screenings to um, detect cancer. Mm -hmm. He, I believe he received somewhere over half a million dollars through state funding and federal funding. None of which, he could not produce one woman who had a test. You stop it. I it's actually, it's wow. probably, you can Google him. And so what he's, happened? He's in jail now? Yes, he is. Locked up. And there can be smaller offenses, right? You have a, a card that you use to get gas, and you can write off your car, you know, your transportation and that kinds of things, but you can't go to the nailery or mm-hmm. get pedicures. I mean, you really can get into a lot. Of, it's or what take your seems family like, to Cheesecake right. Factory. Absolutely. What <laughs> seems like really small offenses, it probably all starts out very small. Right. And then before you know it, you've all, you got a television on that same card, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't for the organization. The mm-hmm. other problem I also have is even though the – corporation may be properly set up and may be tax exempt a lot of the members and officers are overpaying themselves yes. leaving yes. less Completely money yeah. to be used for Completely the actual agree. mission that right. they are designed so for true. that's a problem yeah. the IRS looks at, it, at that as well and that's one of the reasons why it's so important for you when you're putting together your initial package you know to be evaluated for the 501c3 that you really get someone who's familiar with the industry, you know, to look at it like Nicole, you know, like to say, hey, is this thing right? You know, should I be spending 70 grand on my salary and only allocating 15,000 for the actual work that we do? Like, you know, you want to make sure that you're doing it in in the right proportion so that, you know, it doesn't look strange. And the truth is that proportion is around 30% um, for your executives and directors. You really don't want to spend more than that on on your personal salary because that was a big question about how do you hire yourself? What is the process for that? And how do you pay yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, That's a big flag. Yes. So you have to look at how much of that money you – and you also have to be hired by your board to be able to assume the position of CEO or director. They need to vote for you in order for you to get a salary. Let's let's talk about – I mean, this is kind of jumping around here, but I want—I do want to talk about the importance of a board and how do you pick a board. Mm-hmm. So, can you get, kind of break that down? Because I think some people, like you said, um, you don't want to have cousin cousin Jody, and you know, no. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be your family, your friends. You Having want to be a well qualified yeah. board goes a long way, not only in your promoting your company and getting sponsors to give you money, mm-hmm. um, but just for for your standing in the community. Right. You, you, I don't want my, JJ is my cousin on there. I don't want, you know, Jumba cuz you know? exactly. You don't want these people. And you want to have you want you want affluent members of your community. People who know people who will help your um your foundation get ahead. Right. Yeah, it should that be are really strategic. passionate about it. Not just doing it, it to be on the it, board. It, it, has it should to be, be strategic. It should absolutely. align with whatever your strategic plan is for your organization. And it also should be risk-based. So when I say risk-based, we already identified that, you know, if you know the industry that you're going into, that you might want to have a lawyer. All the, the resources that you would need to move forward, you want to have those members mm-hmm. represented because their um, that intelligence that you need to capture and pull together is what's going to project, you know, um, traject you, you know, further in, in your goals and making it to where you need to be. You want to have everything that you need up front. 
And, and I think educating, and this is something I know, Donna, you do, you specialize in training boards on how to be good board members. Mm-hmm. I think some people just sign up, oh, I want to be on the board, it sounds great. But they don't realize the time that's that's needed or just, you know, what the demand is. So what, what would you tell somebody that's thinking about being on a board? What are some things they should t- put into consideration? I think that um, you have to consider your education. So you might be a very good accountant. You may be an excellent accountant in your organization, but consider that you're that, that organization every day. So you see all the bills coming and going. Mm. You know the expenditures and how they're moving. When you're with a nonprofit, you're meeting maybe once a month. So there are whole gaps in your learning mm. about the organization. So you're not able to make you're making you're making decisions and voting on something with very limited amounts of information. Right. So you have to really be um kind of create a method for your organization for how you're going to make decisions. You're going to vote on a budget, and you may have only received that budget last month, and you don't really know how the intricacies are going every day. So board training is essential. Even if you have the best and brightest at the table, one, they won't always agree, right? And they also have to figure out how to function with only meeting maybe once a month so they don't know all the details right. of the organization. So maybe some updates, like have a system in place where maybe there's a weekly update or that's still too much? Well, it's, it's, it's difficult because some people are really giving all the time they have. Yeah. But it's about preparation. When you Going into it, most people don't know what it means to be a board member. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of lackadaisical. Oh, I'm, they're really excited the first meeting and then by the second meeting they're coming in late. The third right. meeting they're not really showing up. Then you can't even get a quorum to have mm-hmm. a vote. That's true. Um, so it's a process of educating everyone about you know how much time it takes what's realistic and then doing a little bit of homework when you're right. not at the organization mm-hmm. so you're bringing something to the table the next time you meet how it, many people do you need oh, well sorry. i was just gonna say it just to kind of piggyback on that it's really important to understand um the ex- set the expectation for the board mm-hmm. to let them know what you need um from them in the type of decisions the more concise you are with, uh, with setting the expectation and say hey we need you to make these type of decisions that's critical. The other aspect that's so important is understanding the reporting needs that you need to demonstrate. Yes, you want to be as concise as possible so that you use the time that you have in front of your board efficiently, right? Absolutely. So, which is kind of beg, um, drills back to what we were discussing before with respect to metrics. There are certain type of information that you need to capture that's going to help your board make the best decisions. So you want to make sure you're capturing. If you know that you have a, a finance person who's going to help you, then you better have the numbers that they need to see, you understand, right. so that you can help them make the decisions that's going to help you guys go further. And that's why it's so important when you pull these think tanks, as I call the board together, that you extract the type of information that they're going to need you know, to uh, make the best decisions, and you incorporate that into your systems that you have in your organization. Awesome. So now we have um, a question from um, Nydia Richardson, who is um, a fan of Onya Power, and she wants to know, first of all, why uh, is there a board of directors, directors even needed? Why do we need that? A board or a board of directors? Well, isn't that the same thing? What's the well, difference? sometimes you're not. Oh, right? well, I so- just learned something new. <laughs> What's the difference? You can have a board of trustees, depending on trust. You can have like separate. It could oh. be you have a board of directors, which okay. are the directors of the corporation. That's not not necessarily a different board, mm-hmm. which deals with the entire company altogether. So, so what's the basic different. board that you have to have? So you're looking for. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no. I was going to say for a nonprofit, it is your um your board, your treasury, which, your treasury. Like, what are the the main no. things what? that you look for? Like, no. I was going to say, what you call it is not as important as the functionality that it needs to satisfy, right? (laughs) Okay. So, you know, you do need a board. Mm -hmm. What you call it is what it is. But 
as long as it satisfies the particular requirements for the 501c3, mm-hmm. that's what it's doing. And as as long as it's compliant with the rules and regulations and mission and vision and all other stuff that you've already outlined for your organization, mm-hmm. that's what's critical. So, but why do you? I guess. And the, the, here's the value. Add, I mean, from my perspective, here's the value okay. out of a board. Um, it, what it does is it keeps the organization balanced. So, and what that means is, you know, there's no one, you know, person making a decision. So, if mm-hmm. something's corrupt, for instance, I'll give you an example. A couple of years back. Um, there's a nonprofit blood organization that had an issue with leadership. So fortunately, the leadership had you know did something that was um, not conducive to the or, um, the organization itself. So what ended up happening is the board had to come in and remove that and replace it. So there's a certain level of balance when you're the CEO and the president of right. your own nonprofit, and there's no board to kind of offers right. wisdom or guidance Correct. It's a bad there needs situation. to be a check and balance there has to be a check and balance so and donna you and i were talking about this before the show that people can actually be taken off their own company right? yeah absolutely. absolutely you said it's not their company right it's a, a non-profit yeah. does not belong to you wow. okay that's and that's accountability comes with your board mm-hmm. so the board before you can be the ceo or the director or whatever title you give yourself the board has to vote yep. for you to assume that position yep. And vote on your salary. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's complete transparency. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, because everything is documented. Everybody can Com- read. And the thing is, it can eye. be done. It has been done. I mean, Always, you have yeah. nonprofits, you know, popping up every day. Yeah, and yeah. many of them are quite successful. They get right. as large as kind of the Red Cross or UNICEF. Mm-hmm. You know, they go as far as NGOs. But um, you really have to create a plan that people buy into and say, yes, we can agree with that salary. No problem. Right. Because we know, you know, you know, we know what you're going to offer. Correct. That's a good segue because actually one of the, the, the things on the list as far as uh, the mistakes that people make is no funding plan. Raising money is a tough and competitive requirement um, for many companies, I'm assuming. Oh, so, um, you know, it is like, why, why do I want to give you my money? Like, there's got to be a reason, especially if you're new. It's just like we have to really believe in your cause and hope and hope that you have, you know, a track record of some sort well, for us to even want to, you know, that, donate That is money. a great segue because one of the reasons why people give you money is because of your board. Correct. You may not. You right. may not. You may not have the experience necessary to, you know, um, really do the things that you want. You have the vision, mm-hmm. but you may not have the experience. And you put most of that expertise, you you, you drop most of that, le- I mean, you leverage most of your board's expertise in order to move forward. And the people who are giving you the money is like, oh, well, we don't trust you, but we do trust yeah. the VP we- of Citibank. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and so, at the end of the day, true. it always comes back to that name recognition. Right? Exactly. You need right. somebody noteworthy on yep. your board. Right. Yep. So, uh, Actually, that was one of the other, another question that she had, the same lady. Um, she wanted to know if there are any rules regarding fundraising and how many, how many, um, wait, sorry, let me read this again. Wanted to know if there are any rules regarding fundraising and, and, how, and how much um, can you get from the public? I don't know. I don't understand that question, but maybe. So there are no <laughs> how, limits. no limits. How, how much, much can somebody ask? can donate to your particular organization? Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, I don't believe that. No. But what are the, there's no rules, like as far as, there's no rules. No. no, really, not the, none that I'm aware of. So you can't, you can have a stripping fundraising party. I'm kidding. Now. <laughs> oh, you mean about the type of fundraising yeah, like how you, you can do? I'm just thinking, you know, just no. creative. When it comes to quantity, let's make it rain. Right. You're not saying children. quantity. You're saying 
I mean, if it aligns with your goals, you never know. You exactly. might be like, strip is for the cure. You know, you might have something like that. Like, you know. We are in Miami. I don't know why right. that came to so my So, for head. example, you might have like a school-based program and you have an alcohol company or a cigarette company that's willing to give you money. Right. Right. So then that that becomes an ethics issue or a moral issue for maybe some of the members who are in your, you know, they send their children to your program feel like, no, if you're going to be a part of that, I don't want to be a part of it. So you just think about, you know, who's willing to donate and why and does their, you know, kind of mission or vision or whatever they're about kind of match what you really want. Right. Touching on the ethics point that Donna just brought up, I think it's very important to actually have somebody on your board who strictly deals with your ad- ethical concerns. Very I think true. that's a mm-hmm. great very, idea. Very, Is that like a lawyer too or no? It could be, it's more but of an HR no team. more yeah, HR. more yeah, more of an HR person. Hmm. There's a lot of I mean, it seems like so many board members you need. Or at least oh, you know, oh, Jackson very talented Hospi- Jackson people, Hospital's like- board is packed. Packed. And <laughs> really? there's actually I be- the ethics committee alone, I want to say is more than like almost 10 people now. Wow. I think one of the uh, what was said here, the strategic approach is you always got to remember your strategic plan, even when you acquire funding, because you don't want something you do today to hurt you tomorrow. Like you, you know, you kind of brought that up earlier, Donna. Like you know, you don't want to align yourself with a uh, you know a sponsor that you thought, well the money's great, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and actually, then you're like, I don't know, I'm gonna the new marijuana clinic over here. <laughs> It's going to really help out my at-risk kids. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. that so, doesn't work. You know. Even in a for-profit company, I've, I've had that issue where somebody said, hey, we got we can get you lots of money from this uh, pharmaceutical company. And it was a company, I, I was just like, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, And, and it, actually, Philip Morris was actually somebody I knew that was a big marketing right. guy. Right, and that doesn't and work like, with your, own your, your power, with your, with your wellness. Exactly. No. That doesn't work with your company's image. <laughs> So you so, got to think about those. Yeah, everything exactly. should align. Everything should align. Um, all right. So let's see what other ones we got because there's a lot more questions. Well, let me add one more thing to so, to someone to who's out there okay. who's thinking about owning, you know, opening a nonprofit, and now they're just terribly discouraged, right? Because this just seems <laughs> it's all bad, overwhelming, <laughs> right. right? You just started out, you know, an hour ago feeling like, yes, yeah. I can do, do this. this. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize you don't have, you don't, you don't have the network that, you know, you know, a lawyer right. or, you know, a banker. Yeah. You can start wherever you are. That's right. And then start to accumulate, you know, kind of that social capital that moves you along. Right. You don't have to start out at the top of your game. Most True. people don't. Right, right, right. Um, so if that's not where your network is right now, then you need to start, start going to places where they have, you know, the free breakfast where the other, you know, people with ambition are getting together, or entrepreneurs. So do those type of things. Go to your city council meeting and meet other people who are there representing their complaint or things that they see that are really good. Start wherever you are and then start to build your base. Right. You know, and that, that's a great point. Also, partnerships. You you may not be large, but the organization you can work with an organization and learn learn by intern. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you see an organization that's doing something similar to what you want to do, intern there. Everyone's always looking for a volunteer or something to yes. that. Yeah, we said that earlier. You can, you that can learn. Yeah, you can learn the ends and outs. And you can you can actually do what you love. Like you can actually <laughs> start experiencing it and feeling like, is this something I want to do? That's yeah. right. And avoid some of the right. big mistakes. You may have a desire to help drug addicts until you start working. with <laughs> I just want to help all the drug addicts. And then yeah. when somebody's spitting your eye, like, you know, like, give me some crack. You might change your mind. You know, like, just happened. Like, wait a minute. This might not be for me. You know, you might change your mind. Give me some crack. It's true. Yeah, no, yeah. I completely yeah. agree with you. With you. Uh, 
you I, may believe in in, cer- in a certain cause until you actually experience it. Right. You want to you you want to do uh, blood work. You want to um, yeah. you know do that blood organization. Come to find out, the sight of a needle, you faint. Right. That right. doesn't work. And I work for you. Exactly. For me. Um, yep. So yeah. Well, let's 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 bring the bring the room up a little bit. Let's talk about the joys of having a nonprofit. What are some um, exciting stories you've heard of people that had a, an idea or a vision and then how they were able to turn it into something? Yes. To help others. So. Um, I grew up in Philadelphia, and uh, one of the young City one young lady, love. yes, uh, and one of the young ladies that I know started out very small, kind of selling candles and incense kind of approach. But she really started to bring in students to uh, volunteer for like MLK Day, and it grew into this huge thing um, mm-hmm. where they would have events. It became something weekly. Um, I know them. Because I started out. They started out coming to my school using the space on Saturdays, and. All of a sudden, there were tons and tons of children, you know, constantly around to the point I was like, this is like a train station. But you watch them grow from something Mm -hmm. that was really small, just kind of going to different festivals and then having this huge following. Um, And they were very well organized. Um, Their board was filled with young people, which was, you know, made a huge difference. Um, And just watching them grow in Mm -hmm. their process. Mm -hmm. So there are tons of really good uh, success stories out there that you and you need to find out who they are. And right. go see what and they see do how right. And emulate yeah, them sure. and learn, learn yeah. from them, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I learned a lot when I started mine initially. I had originally started out doing most of my volunteer work with like NSBE, um, National Society of Black Engineers, NSBE Junior, the NAACP AXO program. Like there was different programs that did the type of science and technology I wanted to do as a, as a um, part of my STEM program. And by partnering with them, I ended up starting my own because I, I knew all of the, you know, the ins and outs. And I'm telling you, the need. Once you start doing it, you're like, I. It, it's it's so rewarding to know that you're fulfilling that need, and it it'll grow. I, listen to my listeners who are starting your nonprofit. You have been given this desire for a reason. Yep. So there is obviously a need. You've been given the vision. You have to bring it to fruition. And I guarantee, if you put it out there, the people will come. It's Start true. small. Don't be discouraged. And do what you can. Do all you can while you can. And it'll grow on its own. And just make sure you have the right team around you. You know, to uh, provide you with additional, um, just wisdom. Yeah. No, it's true. It doesn't take a lot. You just need nope. to cultivate on that idea. Yep. Um, one of the ones that I set up a few years ago was. Um, a, a friend of mine who graduated vet school mm-hmm. and all she wanted to do was basically go back to Haiti and help. Yep. There was Aww. no funding. Yep. So it was just her, mm. her friend. And now her corporation has over 50 people. Nice. And wow. it's all nonprofit. Wow. They're in Haiti giving, you know, malaria vaccines. They were mm. helping with the cholera outbreak um, a year ago. Yeah. But you have to believe in your cause and you need to cultivate it. Yep. Don't let, don't let us, you know, close door, you know, turn you away and, you know, just, Kill your spirit. Yeah. Just keep trying. Keep a lot trying. of people can start things just in their living room if you're doing a workshop, right? It's basic yes. stuff. You can start, you know, it doesn't have to be, oh, I need to have money you for don't need an, an office. office no. I need this, you know. You want to avoid overhead for as long as, as possible. possible. Right, right, right. <laughs> With any business. Yep. Right. You, you can avoid yeah. it. My first retreat was in my living room. That's but right. I'm not a nonprofit, but yeah, that's how I but started. Use, <laughs> use your local, if you have it in your area, use your local community centers. Yep. Your library. Absolutely. Use your, your library. Right. Use your the Public conference room. Yeah, yeah. Hello. that's Starbucks. right. Starbucks. On sunrise, look, yeah. use it. We're yeah. giving too many look, people. You, li- you live in a condo anyway, association. You live in an HOA community. Right. Yeah. Use your rec area. Yep. Use that rec it's room. It's there. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. And if you're in college, use your first floor lobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, so I've done it. So, uh, any last words for any people that are starting a nonprofit? Anything? 
you want to tell them? I would say do your research. You know, start with your strengths and weaknesses, fill in the gaps for where you have um, deficiencies, and then you start to reach out and get the networking. But you really have to have a solid plan so that when you go and give your elevator pitch to someone else, it actually makes sense. Right. Agreed. Never walk in the door unprepared. Right, right. It's the worst. And don't bring a loose leaf uh, folder, hand, handwritten you know what? presentation. <laughs> Nobody's going to You know, take. spend the 20 bucks, stop at office at Max, get a nice binder, put a portfolio together. You know what? Go to a copy place. Make a, make a little printout. I think even, think about it, um, even before you, you have a board member, you have to present to your board member, right? Like, what, what's that entail? Just briefly tell us that. So you should solicit board members. You right. send Absolutely. them a lovely letter okay. that you need someone to edit if necessary, mm-hmm. and invite the people that you think would be supportive. I mean, people love to kind of open their mail and be invited into something versus, right. you know, I'm looking you up on the Internet and I don't know what you need. Right. Um, so I'm saying that you're someone important. I know exactly what you do, and this is how I think we would make a good partnership. Right. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I just um, joined the board uh, for PATH, Preserving, Archiving, and Teaching Hip Hop. It's a really great organization. And that's a great tie-in for us because we're going to be end up doing like little nice shows, you know, like with teenagers. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and one of the things that impressed me about them is I already said I was on the board. I'm in. And they said, well, we're still going to have an orientation and we're going to invite everybody that uh, set, had expressed an interest to be on the board. And I mean, the networking was sick. Just being around these people, you know, so one person worked for HBO, Nike, this one, you know. And everybody really had the passion to help, you know, and it was just really great. And not everybody became a board member, but... It, that alone to me was impressive. It was a nice little meet and greet, and we all all went around the room and said who we were, and they, they gave us a little presentation about the mission. They had students actually talk about their experience at the at the um, academy and how it helped them in their careers. And so, it, you know, those, I mean, on both ends, the organization needs to present itself, and then the board members need to have something to bring to the table, and, too. And that so, right there, they actually had concrete examples. They right. had their kids there. They had video footage exactly. that we watched from the, the previous events, Um to show us, you know, what they could do, and it was it was really good. So, I mean, that's I think if you are a nonprofit and you're you're seeking uh, people to join your board, definitely you need to get out the house. You can't do everything yes. on Facebook. You start networking, get out there. Um, that's one of the, my biggest biggest pet peeves. Is a lot of people they think everything's on the internet. You got to get out there and meet. You know, shake babies, kiss hands. You know, well, how's it go? Not shake babies. <laughs> no, no, you don't <laughs> shake, shake hands, hands and kiss babies. babies. Exactly. Shake babies, you go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't want that. But uh, we had, I think we learned a lot today. So um, is there any last words as far as, like, nonprofits you want to talk about or share or anybody need to look up or anybody, any clients you want to plug? No? All right. So how can we reach you for consulting advice? Um, I run Cymru Consulting. Uh, we're at CymruConsult.com. Um, and I'm at info at Cymru Consult uh, if you want to send me an email. But I'm always available. Spell, spell that. I've been oh, saying com- your name wrong all this time, and you never corrected C-O-M-R-I-E. me? C-O-M-R-I-E. I thought you were saying it correctly. Consult. C-O-N-S-U-L-T. Um, I say Comrie. It's okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, Comrie. She's like, Comrie, Comrie, Comrie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so C-O-M-R-I-E. Mm-hmm. Consult. Consult. Dot com. com. Yes. So everybody listening, please reach out to her. Let her know you heard heard about uh, us on um, heard about her on Own Your Power Radio. And um, and how does it work normally? You sit down with people, a phone conversation? Yes, I give free consultations first. Usually free? Walking Did you them hear through that? Free. What is the <laughs> grant writing process or the uh, consulting process? And then we essentially move on from there. Right. 
to not free. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's not free, everyone. Okay. No, she's awesome. I'm really no, excited. No, you to have, have to help people network. understand so that when they make an investment, right. they understand exactly what they're going to get and you're not disappointed. Right. You know? And I also have to plug that she's also a member of the Give and Take Network. So there are some things on BARDA she offers. Not everything, but there's a couple of And nice I use it today, actually. I was rewarded for being wow. in a Give and Take. What did you do? What did you do? I got my car serviced. Okay. Um, I got an oil change. call mechanic. It didn't cost me anything. That's, isn't that awesome? Nice. You gotta love give and take. Nice. Give and take oh, network dot org, baby. Well, we need you to join the network. We need lawyers up in there, so stop playing. <laughs> All right. So, how can people reach you for services, my darling? Um, I can be reached my Miriam. my office anytime between nine and five. Um, at um, my email is Miriam M Y R I A M at L W Law F L A dot com. So, like on every show that we we normally have, we talk about me time because it's so important for entrepreneurs, uh, especially if you're running a nonprofit. So take some time for yourself. So I'm just curious if anybody in the room has had even five minutes of me time, meditation, yoga. Uh, Miriam, your face doesn't look very happy. So I'm curious to know what happened over here. What, what did you do for me time? Um, Any me time? That doesn't no. include your kids, hanging with your kids at the park. Um, well, actually, that's what I did over the weekend. But um, I, on, I must be honest. I haven't had a chance to do any me time. Okay. So what can we do to change that? Um, you know what? I need to join your barter community and get some free massages going. Okay, but me time doesn't have to be anything that is, is costly. It could be a Actually, bubble bath. It could that's be like my the... best thing for me time. I like massages, I like manicures, and I like pedicures. Okay, well, she's the a bubble. The bubble bath so. thing is like overrated. Okay, really? Mm, yeah. Not for me. I love no, bubble baths. No, Candles. And... Oh, oh, oh. Oh. They invited oh. himself oh. To, to your bubble bath. <laughs> Now the whole me scenario time just changed. Me time. <laughs> That's me time. We're talking about Candles. me time. <laughs> oh, like he's completely painting the picture for me. I'm loving this. Music. Oh. <laughs> She's going to get a babysitter tonight. <laughs> They're going to leave together. You know, a little milk. You know, a little... Nice that milk that makes the water so soft and smelly, goody. Ooh, you're not they, over bubble baths now. They do, they do I can have tell. a milk bubble bath. Yeah, yeah they, they do. Those really little do. beads. All yeah. right, keep it clean. I'm sorry. Babe. I'm getting carried away. All right, away. so we said, we said me time, not we time. All right, so what, what can you do for yourself? Actually, I, I was going to tell you, schedule it in just like you're scheduduling all your clients, your billable I, hours. And actually, that's what I, exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to call and make an appointment and skip out of work sometime tomorrow Ooh, or Thursday. On, really skip out of work on, on the radio show? You're going to say this? Nobody's going to hear the show? Oh, okay. um, I am allowed to take lunch. Oh. It might just be two, three hours, but I am allowed to eat. Uh, yeah, I'll be deleting this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little bold as lawyer. I told you she's a pit bull. She's like, I wish they would say something. <laughs> I work late all the time. <laughs> I was working till quarter to midnight last night. Oh, okay. In that case, you deserve me. Yeah. Time. All right. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Donna, did you, what did you do? Your birthday just passed? It did. Woo-hoo-hoo! So I had a lot of me time. <laughs> yes, so I got a massage off of my bartering. Yeah, see? She's, she's um, it was a cranial barter. something. Cranial sacral? Yes, I you did You had that. with Dr. I, Molina? I did. She was How fantastic. How awesome is she? Is oh, she is great? Man. I was man, there for a very long time. Her. Me too. No. <laughs> well, I highly recommend her. Really? Yeah. Like, yes. What is a cranial? Like, I I cranial sacral. It's like, cranial. it's like Reiki, but a little deeper. In what, the cranium? What do you mean deeper? It, it's, 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 we don't have enough time for this show. Show me. <laughs> he saw my massage table in the back seat of the car. He was like, is that your Reiki table? When am I going to get Reiki? <laughs> Give me some Reiki. That's a joke from another show. You guys, yeah, cut it out. It's cut an it ongoing out. show, an ongoing joke. Right. But um, I'm like, Reiki is not about sex. <laughs> but does it so open what did you, you do? up to better sex, though? 
it didn't you just have Ray Beach to give me a commercial? I'm, I'm saying I okay. need a double session. Well, actually, we, we've heard, mm. we have heard, I've had. So that's how it all started. Because I, well, I can't go into detail. Yeah, because you know you don't want to talk about that Reiki. <laughs> involved in the sex All part. That good but I, I don't people. even know what I'm here for anymore. Okay. What just I'm happened? Sorry. <laughs> we just went all Completely dirty. transitioned. It's, it's, after, other... it's late night now. Yeah, this, massage. It's on your right. power after dark. So all right, sorry. But cranial, all... and it was great. It was great. Me time was awesome. I hear so much about her, um, so I can't wait to try some of her services. So. All right. What did you do for Agreed. me time? What did I do for me time? Jeez oh, <laughs> Louise. The car was towed. I don't know. What, what, what did I do for me time? Oh, actually, you know, I was forced to have me time. I was forced to because I couldn't go anywhere. So, <laughs> Tell them what happened. Oh, I mean, you know, I was under a great deal of stress because the lovely city of Miami decided that because I owed two tickets that I had to <laughs> have my car towed. <gasps> and I was a little disappointed. Then they kept it over the weekend. And as a result of being without travel, I had a lot of time at home <laughs> to meditate. And no, but the downtime is actually a good time for me to um, re-strategize and um, pay your tickets. Figure out. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you couldn't. I couldn't Ooh, pay him. Donna's looking at you like I couldn't pay him till Monday. Got told from the I get-go. couldn't pay him on Monday. They said wait, I had to wait till Monday. Yeah, they said you are not allowed. You have to pay it in the um, court office. And I was like, Are what? you kidding me? Oh, that's extortion. It, it is. It is Ooh. out of control. And I live in Broward, so I was like, You wouldn't even want to know how I got home. <laughs> Boy, the Reiki I had to do to get home. <laughs> Oh, but no, I'm sorry. But no, so, you know, but in my downtime, you know, I really had an opportunity to uh, focus on just some, re, you know, kind of recalibrate. Okay, what am I doing? Okay, where am I going? How fast do I want to get there? And I really refined my um, strategy, for, life strategy. So, yeah. okay. My answer is really easy. I went to the beach. And because well, he was good. asking me why, 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 why your legs day. so I black. <laughs> I was like, I was standing at the beach. Yeah, <laughs> it means I fell asleep, actually. <laughs> You need uh, to flip over it, every now and then. It does have that coming effect. I love yeah. the beach. I stayed at the beach, yeah. Yeah, we, we live so close to it. We've got to take advantage you of it. You know, short of having to run around after the kids, like if I'm actually yeah. there by myself with a book, yeah. I'm out. It's incredible. Like that ocean, the sound of the ocean. Right. So it listeners, was, when you guys want to get some downtime, just come to Miami, Florida and go to seriously? the beach. I'm telling yeah. you, that ocean will do it for you. It'll cleanse your, right, well, your whole rating. Thank you so much for sharing your me time experience. And we know that you, Missy, Miss Miriam? Yes, ma'am. It's your homework now to schedule in some me time. It's very important. It is. Um, Own Your Power is a firm believer of having that sacred time for yourself to honor yourself and, you know, to really focus on your, your goals and your intentions. So, with that said, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show. Listen, if you aren't already an official power player just like us on Facebook, go to Facebook.com, Own Your Power Radio, and just for more information about coaching for personal business development, and if you'd like to hear our station, just go to OwnYourPowerLifestyles.com. That's OwnYourPowerLifestyles.com. OwnYourPowerLifestyle.com. OwnYourPowerLifestyle.com because I'm studs. <laughs> we want to give a styles. special thanks he to... He likes to throw in the extra S's. Yeah, I think so. Because I'm... I want to I wanna give a special thanks to the Own Your Power team uh, who helped make this show possible. Ooh, Big shout out to, to Mike Easy who's in the house tonight. Mm. Keep it locked on Own Your Power Radio for more informative shows. Thank you, ladies, for being here. Give them a Thank hand, you. everybody. Our Woo! pleasure. Yes. Make sure you reach out to them. And uh, until next time, remember, anything you want is attainable. Own Your Power.